Welcome to One Foot In. On the ground, we speak to all stages of employees to help you understand the nitty-gritty behind their LinkedIn. And through their stories, you might learn how to find and provide the most value to your role and company. You could be an early-stage career employee who is wondering if the challenges that you face are experienced by your peers as well. And if so, how do they overcome it? Or you could be a mid-stage employee looking to add another tip in your toolbox of tips and tricks. Whatever it is, we'll learn from the people who matter because they are on the ground, just like you. But first, our partners. Assemble is a group of Telegram channels that focuses on bringing communities together with just a smartphone and the internet. If you're looking for your next gig and want to find a quick job out there, they can connect you to the right employers. Just follow them on Telegram at SGQuickJobs. Link is in the description. Oh, by the way, if you're looking to advertise in any of their channels, we're working together and can produce for you both a Telegram shoutout and a podcast package. Just drop us an email at onefootin at oneupmediapodcast.com. Email is also in the description. Now back to One Foot In. In the last episode of On The Ground, episode 3 of season 3, we've gathered three employees, Jalen, Jade and Vanessa, to share their experience starting a job remotely which took them about 6 months to figure it out. By the way, if you've forgotten who they are or you're just dropping by for this episode, here's a snippet of all three of them introducing themselves. I'm currently working in Express VPN as a product designer where I design for my company's app and website. That's Jalen, by the way. Here's Jade. Hi, I'm currently an analyst at Google and previously I was at Grab. And here's Vanessa. Hello, I'm Vanessa and I'm currently working as a product specialist at Google. Um, I've had a 12-year-long career both across Singapore as well as Shanghai. In this episode, we'll talk about what they did to ramp up to their jobs. If you're short of time, we've summarised it at the end. For Jade, she was working from Grab into her dream company, Google, two years ago. I think what really helped me was, first, having a very well-documented onboarding document. Uh, when I joined Google, that was when I realised, wow, it can be so structured. <laughs> and uh, I think all credits to my team or my senior who, who built that, it really helped. And it was down to the level of detail where he wrote down what is the culture of the, the team or like these are the stakeholders that you will most likely work with and you should speak to them in your first month in uh, or your six months in. These are the counterparts in the other regions and then you can have a coffee chat with them to like find out more. So I think these are definitely very helpful because I think your first month you don't need to know everything but you need to kind of have a bookmark of where things are at so that when you come across these problems, there is a mind map behind or somewhere in your brain that you can find and go back to double click in those areas so it's not about storing everything right at the start uh, but rather making sure that you know they exist and you can go back to them uh, when it's relevant jade was lucky in the sense that figuring out how to ramp up was made easier because of her team that gave her a detailed 
onboarding document. This was pivotal because at that stage, we don't know what we don't know. And this was true for Jalen as well. I would say that quite a big part of learning the processes and procedures depend on your company and manager to a certain extent. If your company and manager have mapped out a solid onboarding journey for you, then you'll be able to grasp things pretty quickly. Since I am a self-taught designer, so at times I do feel like I don't have sufficient knowledge of things compared to others who have been to design school. Recognizing that part of onboarding is due to luck is important because sometimes the speed to being an opinionated walking toddler in our company feels entirely up to us. If we are taking longer, we feel guilty and then we think the worst of ourselves. But knowing that it isn't purely up to us can only help us feel better, but it doesn't really solve the problem because at the end of the day, we still want to create our own luck right? And according to Vanessa, our own luck begins from our own self. I think it's very important to have self-awareness. So knowing what is your style of learning, um, what could be potential blind spots and, you know, from your own personality or um, other weaknesses, knowing that, um, I think it's very important. So you know how we always do like um, SWOT, right? SWOT for other companies. Having that SWOT about yourself is quite important too. Personally for me, I'm a reading type of a learner. So I need to take a lot of notes and I need to consolidate these notes and connect them because then I can kind of see the big picture and also see the details. Um, when I joined Google, I actually had to learn how to do this efficiently because there was just so much material to get through. Right? And to be honest, that's why Google's top product is search. Um, I, I think there's just like so much collateral and material that if I tried to go about it the way I used to, like reading document A, document B, you know, like drawing up notes and highlights, then that was really not going to work for me unless I wanted to do it without sleeping. Lah. So that was not going to work. Being self-aware helps to decide on what modes of knowledge gathering you should go for and how to pace yourself. For Vanessa, it was reading. And because she learned that there were so many documents in Google, she would either narrow down the list of documents she would read or only absorb the summary. Vanessa actually shares a lesser-known tip which she feels isn't talked about enough. We've kept that at the very end of the podcast. But we also wanted to talk about coffee chats, something that Jade eluded earlier. Documentation. Knowing yourself and your boss can only do so much in large organizations. Getting the pulse of the company must come from where there is a literal pulse, from people. So in a matrix organization like Google, um, a lot of things have to be learned or picked up through conversations with your peers, your colleagues your customers and I had to be very intentional about how I did it because everyone's time is very limited, right? So I needed to understand that, okay, if I have maybe like 15 minutes or 30 minutes with this customer or with this senior person, um, what was the main three things I need to take away from them? And then understand that, okay, um, I needed to ask certain questions to learn or find that out. So I think having, having a very clear perspective and point of view of how you're going to do it is very important as well. At this point, you might be thinking that Vanessa is an extrovert and that you, you're disadvantaged if you aren't an extrovert. Which is why 
we asked Vanessa if it was the same for her. In the beginning, to be very honest, I was very, very awkward because by nature, I'm just not a very chatty person, right? I just prefer to read things and um, learn about products or learn about problems from from a computer screen, right? I just like to read and try to solve it from my from that angle. Um, but I think over time, as I got familiar with the people that I worked with, these conversations got easier. Um, I learned more. I learned more faster and I also helped to facilitate that knowledge transfer right so I, it wasn't just like me taking in information from someone else but I was also able to add something valuable to the person that I was speaking to. Taking a step forward to connect with people is tough but both Jade and Jaylene echoed the same experience. In fact it will always be tough but there is merit in doing so not just for ramping up in the case for Jade, she made friends outside of her own team. One of my favourite experiences, I chat with this analytical lead in Greater China. Until today, we are still like whining about little random things. And I think it really helped me get by, especially during the early onboarding days, just so that I can feel connected uh, with people apart from my team. So let's summarise how did they do it. Number one, literally ask your boss or your team. If there are already onboarding documents in place, you might be surprised on how detailed or useful it can get. It was true for Jade. Number two, think about how you learn best. For Vanessa, it was a data dump through reading documentations. And number three, book coffee chats inside and outside of your team to get a pulse of your company. It was echoed by all three of them. After you've implemented all three, Remember to tell yourself and perhaps others that taking six months is what you believe you need to ramp up. But remember that part of learning is in the doing, which is why Jaylene left us with a helpful advice. But first, our partners. With Career Tracks by Talent Tribe, figure out which career path is right for you, how to break in, and how to succeed in them. Whether you're starting out in your career, trying to get a career switch, or just looking to get better in the career path that you're on, you'll find practical advice, insider tips, and hear industry professionals share their personal career journeys. This includes product management, management consulting, data analytics, SEO, inside sales, and over 100 other career paths. Experience career tracks for yourself and learn more about their upcoming webinar. Link is in the description. Glins.com is a great website to connect you to your dream company. With over 1.5 million professionals connected to over 30,000 companies so far. If you are a business owner, Glins also offers recruitment services and offshoring solutions. So go check out Glins.com, that is G-L-I-N-T-S dot com. Now back to One Foot In. Just get your hands dirty. The easiest way to learn the processes and procedures is to just start working, you know. Shadow your colleagues in meetings, volunteer for projects that you're interested in, figure out um, other people's working styles, and most importantly, never stop asking questions when in doubt. This only covers onboarding yourself to the processes and learning. What about just making friends or finding a social support group like how Jade found a friend in Greater China? We'll continue to follow all three of them to explore all the awkward conversations on this and find out just how long did they take before they made friends. It will be out 
next month, episode 11. So follow us if you haven't already and you won't miss a thing. By the way, we know that some of you might not want to wait for the next month's episode and want to hear how they found their social groups in the company. So we can send it to you. If you could help us with these three steps. First, post this episode's link on your LinkedIn. Second, in that same post, share how much this episode helped you. And lastly, tag us at number one foot in podcast. And me, I'm Greg. Yes, I'm a living person. And my LinkedIn is in the description section. After you have done so, rest assured, I will be dropping a LinkedIn DM summary to you on what they share. Thank you for staying all the way to the end. As promised, here's Vanessa's tip on ramping up. Another thing I feel is very important um, that few people actually talk, talk about is the fact that you need to have very clear understanding of how the company you're in makes money and how your department contributes to it and therefore what is your role in it. So I think having this clarity will help a lot with prioritization. So processes and procedures help you to float somewhat, right? Um, this clarity around how the company makes money, the organization and, and I guess your team in it and then your role in it, it actually helps you to um, get even better at that. So it helps to connect the dots and it also helps you to get good at your job faster.